Alarm bells echoed across the West when in 2010 the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service warned the greater sage-grouse could be put on the endangered species list. The end of this month is the deadline for a final decision. In the interim, there's been an enormous amount of work done to protect the bird. Might this have been the intent all along and to make the threat big enough that an actual listing could be avoided? Julie Rose asked the question as we wrap up this week's series, Saving the Sage-Grouse. Chicken Springs, Chicken Ridge, Grouse Lane. Across sage country, you'll find landmarks named for a bird once so ubiquitous, huge flocks were said to darken the sky. But today, Mark Farmer from the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources is happy just to spot droppings. Kind of like a Mike and Ike size. <laughs> There's, that's one right there. That's sage-grouse poo-poo. And of course that excites you because it means they're here. It means they're using this area. As a habitat program manager, much of farmers' time since 2010 has been spent working on state and federal land to restore a more grouse-friendly mix of sagebrush and native grasses in central Utah. Similar efforts have played out across the West on public and private land. The threat of listing is that sword that's hanging over my head. That's Todd Black. He manages wildlife resources on 200,000 acres at Deseret Land and Livestock, the largest private ranch in Utah and home to one of the state's largest sage-grouse populations. For decades, Deseret has managed its landscape for both grazing and wildlife. Turns out what's good for cattle is often good for grouse, too. But Black's convinced an endangered listing would tangle his hands in bureaucracy. If it gets listed, now every time we go to turn dirt out on the ground, whether it's on private ground or public ground, you have to have formal consultation with the service to do anything. And that's a huge constipation of our government. The other perspective is that it would keep landowners from devastating sensitive sage-grouse habitat, either willfully or on accident. But the point here is that it's in the blood of Westerners to bristle against federal intervention. Here's Commissioner Mike McKee from energy-rich Uinta County, Utah. I believe this is much more about controlling our land than it is about protecting the sage-grouse. McKee and the many who share his view have swallowed their disgust at what they see as federal overreach to join the sage-grouse protection effort because the stakes are very, very high. An endangered species listing could stall drilling, grazing, building, and even road construction on 176 million acres in 11 states. The thought has been a powerful motivation for Utah rancher and state lawmaker Scott Chu. It's not like the, like somebody's afraid there's a boogeyman out there. There is a boogeyman out there. And so, unlike previous endangered species threats with a smaller footprint, when interested parties essentially retreated to prepare for legal battle, this time... There's really been a remarkable convergence of intent to fix the problem. Teo Stein is a sage-grouse public affairs specialist at the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. That intent has included $300 million from the Natural Resources Conservation Service for habitat improvement projects. And it's also taken the form of state and federal sage-grouse protection plans, hashed out at tables by groups who rarely collaborate. Private landowners, public land managers, energy industry representatives, wildlife biologists, politicians, and environmentalists. 
So was this the plan all along to scare everyone into action so a listing wouldn't be necessary? This is the way the Endangered Species Act is supposed to work. It's supposed to flag problems when the Fish and Wildlife Service initiates a review of a species. It's supposed to identify the threat and it's supposed to encourage the stakeholders to address these threats. Western land and wildlife officials are eager to prove they are up to the challenge. So in this area we identified three spots. We Habitat manager Mark Farmer is showing off his work in central Utah to a group of state and local officials. We've already spotted sage grouse droppings, but an actual bird would be better. So there's about 10 of us. We're all walking in kind of a stretched out line across this field here. Thank you. On cue. A few startled sage-grouse burst from the tall grass and fly off. Okay, we saw them. Whatever the final decision on sage-grouse, Interior Secretary Sally Jewell boasts the collaborative efforts of the last five years could be a new path for conservation in America. For KBSX News, I'm Julie Rose.